You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, Woo! where yeah. we talk about outdoor adventuring <laughs> and all the gear that goes with it. Well, early on that. I'm early on that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so the last episode was me me talking about my uh, my epic weekend, epic uh, fail. We learned a lot about solo a racing. On what not a, to do on a mountain bike? 18 hours of solo racing. I feel like when I do a, some sort of trip report, it's almost always like what not to do. <laughs> we least, always learn. At least, so. at least these last few years, it seems like you know back in the day, I used to do things right i used mm-hmm. to be in better shape mm-hmm. planned a little bit this is way more interesting though i just like wing everything now and yeah. it sucks yeah but you and pretty much everybody else i mean there's some people who train f those guys <laughs> i mean come on this is way more fun to oh. listen yeah overachievers yeah over <laughs> totally there's the what's the fun in that <laughs> but it seems like greg the other greg maybe the greg wi- being here. the wiser <laughs> older and wiser buyer for greg. gear 30 <laughs> <clears throat> seems like you're you're Wait a minute, are you really older? Yeah, by like two uh, months. Yeah, not yeah, not by a lot. Yeah, two months. That's a lot of whys right there. Your what, birthday's in October, right? Yeah. And I'm in December, okay. yeah. So uh, you're getting out, but it seems like you're not having like epic failures like I am. It depends on the adventure. Well, I oh. guess your mountain bike one was a little bit of a yeah. struggle. Well, that one, it was like I was definitely not fit enough for it. In fact, so there was like 60 different people that rode different segments of that 40 miler. And I think only 11, maybe 12 people finished it. Oh, wow. The, the whole 40 miles. And like half of those were like full time professional bike guides. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. That's who I was trying to keep up with. The whole yeah. Time, was yeah. Like dudes that literally bike all day, every day. Yeah. So did you finish the whole thing? I did. And the last 15 miles was it's just punishing. brutal. Yeah. But I, it was like a thing for me. I just like I was like I gotta finish this. Right. Yeah, you guys are both so head headstrong. Yeah. Huh. Very interesting. So you're you. Yeah, my wife loves it. I'm <laughs> we will go there. Yeah. Uh, Greg, Greg Bean has introduced this concept to me that I hadn't really considered before. But you join like a Facebook group and about this and yeah, and now you're kind of like digging it. What what is what are we talking about? What is okay? This? So let me let me preface this so yeah. my my son skis with me a lot right he's he's a good skier and he loves it yeah and your patroller up at a local mountain resort yeah, here powder yeah. mountain and he go this your son goes with you and he's only 10 yes yeah yeah so we're big skiers so it's like yeah. kind of our thing but he asked me back during the heart of ski season you know february or whatever if he could if we could go skiing on his birthday and his birthday was last saturday it was it, july 17th so i'm thinking you know no yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> not a lot of places to ski in july but anyway yeah. That was kind of what started this, but then it was like, well, if we're skiing in July, we should probably just ski every month. Like, just, you know, just go for it. Okay. 
So that would not be my logical conclusion. But yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we uh, we we did our May June was we did Bear Tooth Bass up in uh, Wyoming and Montana. Um, so July is that a resort? That's there is a there is a small ski resort up there, uh-huh. and it and wasn't open, was it? Because you had to you just uh, hiked it. We did one day. Well, yeah, we did a day of skiing at the the little ski resort up there, which is it's two Palma lifts, like it's, oh, it's okay. really small, but yeah. the, the terrain awesome, like uh-huh. really cool. Anyway, we did some backcountry skiing up there. That's where we got our June day in. But July, our our plan was to go to the Pacific Northwest, which, which is what we did, and it was epic. We skied some some really cool. So to back this trip up, um, aside from the the uh, skiing, we went. So on the way up there, we went rafting uh, on the Payette in Idaho. There's another ski patroller that works with me that's a rafting guide there. So we got there. Uh, we, we, we rafted Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I was like – seriously considering just bagging the skiing because <laughs> so you're having, so having so much really? fun really really yeah. oh that's I was awesome just like man maybe we'll just stay here for were you hitting different stretches each day or was it just lapping yeah so we were uh the the main the main of the payette and then the south fork of the payette we did like the the canyon run and the canyon swirlies staircase and then the main were the four different sections that we ran class four you said i think yeah yes. a few of them had oh, some, some class four stuff in it and I, I definitely don't have a healthy fear for whitewater because I was just like, more, let's do more, bigger rapids. <laughs> yeah. And the, the dude that I work with. That was you need to swim a few times. He was just yeah. like, you should be a little more scared of this than you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was a ton of fun. I, we really enjoyed it. So that was... Was, uh, was Bruce with you on that? Yeah, yeah. Dude, Bruce yeah. was like on the bow of the boat, like yeah. really? chilling. Just yeah, yeah he, he did great. I saw the pictures. Yeah. Sweet. we They do the thing where they caught... I mean, anybody who does whitewater probably knows all this. I have zero whitewater other than the three days I did, but <laughs> experience with it. But it, the, they did like the riding the bull thing where you sit up on the, on the front of the raft. And when you're going through the bigger rapids, like there was a like couple it really bucks. Yeah. Um, well, there was some massive waves that came over the bow. And like the first couple, when Bruce wasn't ready for it, they'd like just completely knock him off. But towards the end, he was riding through them. Like it was impressive. <laughs> like just, it, I mean, it's like his some, legs are over the front of the boat, right? Yeah. And there's a rope yeah. on the front, you know, yeah. so you like get down and get a good grip. And there was a couple of waves that came over. Yeah, it is pioneer week. He's yeah. training, you know, Dude, I was getting like, I was behind him and there were some of those waves that almost took me off Whoa. and he held on through them. Like I, it was really cool. It was a ton of fun. Yeah. You weren't holding on to anything though. You just had a paddle, right? True. Did have a paddle. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, anyway, ton of fun. But that was so we we did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of last week on the pay at rafting, which was a total blast. And then we had like kind of some general objectives for where we wanted to ski. We had kind of like I had researched uh, Mount Daniels and Mount Adams. Uh, Mount Hood has like a summertime ski resort, which was you know that, that's an easy one. Uh, Mount Baker, Mount Rainier. Anyway, all the volcanoes along there have potential spots to ski. So the order we did it in was we drove from. Uh, where we were rafting on the Payette to Mount Hood, did a day there. Then we made our way up to Mount Baker and spent a day at Mount Baker. And then we did Mount Baker and Mount Rainier back to back, like one day Mount Baker, Rainier the next day. Now, um, what's interesting is how far you got up Rainier. Yeah, we got up to, uh, we were over 10,000 feet. Wow. Like, Where uh, did you start hiking? Uh, Paradise, and we made it up to we Did we quit just a little bit before, right before Camp Mirror, yeah, because it was it kind of starts to level off of there. Right. We we were there to ski, so once it kind of started to flatten out, we that's impressive. Yeah. That's He's like, big... I could have made the summit. Oh, dude, the, when we that's were a big hike, yeah. Well, we were. I mean, it's super steep. Like from the very get go, you're like, I right. think we did like 3,500 feet of elevation in only a few miles, <laughs> but right. 
Um, Gummy yeah, bear there power. were there were people that were I was carrying skis, but there were people that had packs on with like you know their helmets and crampons and all this stuff to clearly like going for the summit. And me and Bruce were crushing them. Yeah, and I was just like, dude, we could make it to the top. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I got thing. I'm like on a perfectly bright sunny day, which it was, and I know the weather can change fast on Rainier, but I'm like on a day like this, we didn't we didn't have all the gear for it. But I'm like, all you got to do is follow a line of people. Right. Like, there's not a uh, lot. Do you need? <laughs> I mean, people take rope. They short rope that, or how do they yeah. do that with the yeah. glaciers? They take yeah? ropes, yeah. yeah. And they'll, they'll crampons and the whole thing, but yeah, you have to have rope <clears throat> because of the crevasses. I had a friend that was up there that tried to climb it uh, a few weeks ago, and a lot of the crevasses early in the season will have snow bridges over them, mm-hmm. so you can walk across. But it's been so warm up there. It's like the week that it was like over 100 degrees in yeah. Seattle or something. They were up there on Rainier doing the DC route, and um, it was like 55 degrees in the middle of the night when they were hiking oh, up wow. to Broad Summit Day, and um, he said they passed a ton of people that were coming back down that said the, the snow bridges had collapsed. One team, I think the snow bridge collapsed with somebody on it, so they had to haul them out of the crevasse and, and other things, and so I think... Those are all above Muir Camp? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, and I figured with the gear that we had, like, we weren't really going to push for the summit, but I was thinking, I'm like, on a day like this, a bright, sunny day, perfect weather, I'm like, you'd be able to see where the crevasses were. Right. If not, just follow climbers ahead of you. Right. Because if the guy ahead of you drops into a crevasse, then you, you don't. Like, you don't, <laughs> yeah, like, don't go that way. Yeah. Pro yeah. tip. Yeah. Anyway, it, oh my gosh. I, I had never really considered, like, I hadn't thought about trying to summit Rainier, and I totally want to do it now. After yeah. being there, I'm like, I got to come back. And oh, you were like halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Rainier's cool. I Definitely on my list now. But I've only, the two times I've been up there was in the middle of May. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, like we were hiking on snow from the. From Paradise. From, the, from Paradise. Yeah. And I'd like to do it again and just skin up it. Yeah. Because I think skinning and skiing it would, is a way better way than, than hiking it. Because you know hiking up it's is fine, but on the way down you're having to hike down, and you think I could ski down this and be down in an hour. Yeah, that that's the way. So the main path up the Mirror Snowfield was so like tracked out and mushed out that I think skinning it would have. We we ended up hiking it with just just the skis on our packs, but I think it would have been a rough skin uh, just because yeah. of how slushy and mushy it was. Yeah, but if I, you got off of that track, you you know off of that main like pathway up the Mirror Snowfield, you'd probably that's kind of what we skied. We kind of hiked up the main. The main way that everybody was going and then kind of cut off to the side a little bit to to ski our lap down but for me rainier was the coolest place that we went for and that what well, where were you on his birthday uh mount baker baker yeah okay which was well, also he, really cool he there skied was no, on his birthday he did yeah uh, did you yeah. buy a cupcake for him or something or um do a well, little so we skied baker during the day and then in the evening we drove from baker all the way to well just outside of rainier so we had like a lot of car time yeah so we had like a peach cobbler kind of dessert at a rest stop for his birthday <laughs> i dig nice. it Dude, and he loved it it was yeah. cool it, it, yeah he uh he he didn't know how weird that was <laughs> too, too young to understand yeah that. he's like this is totally normal dad yeah. what are we doing yeah. <laughs> Yo, May, mount baker was super cool there's there was like nobody there um we so it's kind of melted out of there but we we climbed up these two little fingers of snow and skied down but on the first one I was coming down and I got kind of onto the open snowfield and all of a sudden I could hear people cheering and like clapping. And I was like, dude, people are cheering for me. Yes. Like, I was like kind of, you know, fist pumping for them. And then I realized it was a wedding. 
<laughs> I thought it was like a bunch yeah. of people up on the highway. Oh, they just don't know who you are. Yeah, they would have cheered. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Yeah, but it was really cool. Very, I mean, incredible up there. The man, I can't remember the name of the. It's not Mount Baker. There's another peak there. Shuss, Shuckson, Shuckson, or something like that. Super cool. The highway goes right underneath it, and there's like just giant glaciers above you. And I mean, it was. And we we had gotten there the night before in the dark, and we like parked the van in a spot where we weren't really supposed to be. But like you know, it was midnight when we got there. But the next morning, I like got up and had to pee, and I like stepped out of the van, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like <laughs> it, like right underneath these huge glaciers, and like it was really cool. Yeah, you're not, you're not supposed to camp here. Yeah, one of the forest rangers came because we were parked in the parking lot of like the ski resort that's up there. And he like came. It was like probably eight thirty in the morning. I was like literally, literally getting ready to pull out, and he he kind of pulls in. He's like, "Hey, you can't camp here," and like kind of with a smile on his face, and I was like, "Okay." Bye. <laughs> he he knew too. It was like he was. I actually asked him some questions about where to ski, and he was really. So you have a van. It's not your typical like camper van. It's because it doesn't have like a tall top or anything to it. Oh, no, but yeah, but you've converted it to work well for what you guys do. Converted is a a loose term. Loose term. <laughs> you we pulled a bench seat and added. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've got like uh, a a little platform to sleep on and a spot for the cooler and some stuff like that. But yeah, for me it's totally comfortable. I I I could. I could go a long time in that thing, but it's pretty, uh, what's the word? It's very basic <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for a conversion van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's cool. And then you got to find a place to ski now every month until the snow flies. Again. It's going to get harder and harder. Yeah. Because there is no snow in Utah anywhere right now. <laughs> so you could uh, <clears throat> you could hike your skis up to the wind rivers. There's some glaciers up there that yeah. are able. Yeah, there's like, as I said, there's none in Utah. There is like that snow field, uh, the snow field up off of Temp. Um, I've is, heard the skiing up there is pretty rough. Like you have to be pretty desperate for that. Yeah. Dude, it's been 100 every day here. Yeah. Like I'd be surprised how big that is still. But, yeah. Huh. There's, uh, trying to think. Well, you, I so, guess you could always do a uh, hike partway up Mount Moran. Yeah, Skillet Glacier or something. So next month we're gonna ski in Colorado because we got to go out there for OR. And oh, cool. I was doing some research and found some really cool stuff out there that I'm kind of psyched about. Uh, one one particular, I'm sure there's you know I, people people probably know this. It was new to me, but there's one glacier that they called the skyscraper, and it's like almost vertical. Like I was looking at pictures of it. And I was like, Woo! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I I'm gonna try and go for it though. Greg yeah. sent a picture, and I said I'd send that, is, but I was totally is lying. Bruce going with you on that one? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know how that is. Like, you get out there, it completely depends on the conditions of whether you can right. go for it or not. But I think we're going to go check it out because it looked looked scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. The skyscraper, huh? Here, yeah, show, it's I'll, steep. I'll, he, I'll show you a picture of it. He sent pictures. And then you already have a plan for September, too? Nah, not really. No? Okay. We're, okay. We, we'll... we'll, we'll uh, We'll take care of August first, and then and right, and then you might get lucky in October. Like maybe there's an early storm in October in Colorado. Oh, that's pretty steep. Yeah, that looks steep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that that's cool. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> so I'm really looking forward to cooler temperatures. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. It's so hot. Yep. It's been hot forever. June was a hundred, like every day. Pacific Northwest was choice. I, bet. I was like driving with my windows down everywhere. Oh, you sucker. It was nice. Yeah. It was 115 up there like two weeks ago, though. Yeah, no, they got blasted <laughs> for like a very uncomfortable 
heat wave for because they don't have I don't they don't have AC one. units up there. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of the homes didn't have air conditioners because yeah. they don't ever get hit uh, with that. I guess and that's so, true. I do feel bad for the old people. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I stayed with uh, a friend of mine in Longview, Washington, which is an hour north of Portland, maybe. Uh, like southern Washington, it's on the on the west side of Cascades, but she had this thing in her living room. I can't remember what she was calling it, but it was a something. Fan? It wasn't. It, it was like a cooler unit, but it wasn't an AC or a swamp. Hmm. I can't remember what she called it, but it was something that was really unfamiliar to me. Was it made by Dyson? <laughs> he makes it, weird stuff. The one that she had looked like it might be. Well, it looked older, huh. a little older house, but yeah, it was like some sort of weird cooling unit. That I guess that's what they use up there. Interesting. <clears throat> Huh. Yeah. Swamp, well, that sounds fun. Swamp coolers don't work in Portland, I don't think. It's just too humid. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Swamp coolers are hit and miss. Yeah. No, it was a great trip though, and the the quest for summer snow has been been a lot of fun. I think we'll we'll. Uh, and there's a Facebook group you mentioned that if you're interested in trying to ski year round, there's people who do it all the time. Yeah, I fa- I found this on accident, like searching online to find places to ski in the summertime, and I somebody invited me to this Facebook group, and it. It's had really great information on like where to go because people post stuff up and post pictures and anyway. Is it mostly North America or do they like head down to South America and other I, places? I think everything I've seen on there has been North America. Okay. This this group is like I I shooting from the hip here, but I would guess that seventy five percent of the members of this particular group are from the Pacific Northwest somewhere. Because mm. you have to be kind of not smart to try and do this from Utah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're going to do this this one year and, and probably be done. We'll see. You said people are like a 20 years in on this. Oh, man. There were people on there that are posting up their streak of like 350 consecutive months. I'm oh, like, geez. oh, my gosh. Like, Wow. Yeah. There, there's no way. I'm, unless I moved way closer to snow that, you know, glaciers or something. I just don't know how you could do that. It would be, I mean, your life would revolve around it. Sort of the point. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> there's. I know there's some people though that are so into skiing that they they live in the northern hemisphere during the winter and then yeah. go go to the southern hemisphere during the summer. I could so do they that. Can ski. Yeah. I I could do. I that like too. winter, but I need a little beach time now and then too. So like I don't know you if get I get a little shoulder that. season in between. Yeah. So a place yeah. like uh, <clears throat> like New Zealand. Mm, never been. Well, looks beautiful. So I went to New Zealand with my wife on our honeymoon, and we did one hike. Um, what time of year? It was December, so it was their summer. So it would have been like June for them, um, except it's December for them. And, and <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> I'm following this. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we went up to do this hike, and uh, I'm trying to think how high it was. We were, I guess, we were probably. I don't know, 500 feet above sea level, not very high above sea level, but this hike went from almost sea level to about three or 4,000 feet above sea level before he hit glaciers. And there's one place in New Zealand where there's glacier that runs from the top of the mountain all the way down the mountain out to the ocean, but it's warm. So like it could be a hot summer day and it's, it's literally eighties or even low nineties. And you can be right next to a glacier. Now, the glacier isn't, it's not like a snow field. It's like jumbled up ice and stuff like that. But there were places in New Zealand where it would be very easy <clears throat> to ski in the morning, surf, and, st- and you know, sit on the beach in the That's afternoon. That's my kind of day, yeah. yeah. That'd be sweet. 
I love New Zealand, other than their surf show still going out there. Yeah. 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 Um, man, New Zealand though was such a. That's got to be a trip to leave one place in summer and arrive in winter in another place. Yeah. Yeah, or vice versa. Yeah, or vice versa. Yeah. Well, it was it was cool though. It was fun. Do you know the problem is with New Zealand or the Pacific Northwest? This is my impression, and I would love to find the exception to this, but I think a lot of places that you can ski year-round aren't great skiing in the wintertime. Yeah. Like heavy, wet snow. Because, like, skiing skiing on volcanoes in the Pacific Northwest was super cool, but, like, that's not where I'd go out of my way to ski in the wintertime. Right. Can you ski Japan in the summer? Uh, I I don't know. Probably not. Uh, word on the street is they have killer snow. So the they get just yeah. dumped on, but I have heard that it's hard to find steep terrain where it really dumps. I don't know if that's true or not. But big dumps without steep terrain is, is a no waste. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a waste of a, of a big dump. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. I was reading about, about Mount Baker, and I think it was the 99-2000 season. They got twelve, like almost 1,200 inches of snow up there. Oh. Wow. It set a world record. Like that, that or at the time it set a record. I don't know if it's a standing record, but at the time it was like the most snowfall, the most recorded snowfall in one place ever. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. I remember seeing pictures, might have been on Baker, where they, there was the, the ski lift and they had to dig like a half oh, yeah. pipe underneath the ski lift because the snow was higher than the chairs. That's wild. Yeah. That's probably that year. They had like a 19 foot storm. Oh my god! Like a four day, what? Like a four day stretch where it just snowed nonstop, and they got like nineteen feet of snow. Wow! Oh man, we need that so bad here. It's hard to imagine. Like no, we, oh we never, we never get that. But I mean, that what was? It's been like three or four. It was before. It was before I came back to Gear Thirty because I was up at Mountain Luxury, and it, and I mean, Mountain Luxury was buried in snow. The, the valley was buried in snow. Yeah, it was like three winters ago, and it was probably three four winters ago yeah it's been that's that's the drought do you remember you remember that time when uh we went skiing up at powder during the weekday and it wasn't like super deep but it was probably knee deep maybe slightly slightly more than knee deep yeah that was a fun day and we skied just almost untouched powder the entire day we were just lapping the skiing right onto the chair and just lapping powder the whole Uh, day it was so fun yeah but if the snow had been much deeper it might have been too deep because it wasn't the like the lightest, fluffiest snow. Yeah. It was pretty light, but it was like we almost needed steeper terrain if it was going to be any deeper. Totally. Yeah, we, it was about as deep. Like knee deep was about as deep as we could have gone. Um, What's the steepest with that type of snow? You can go there, Powder. What like where's the steepest run? What's the steepest run at Powder? James Peak or Lightning Ridge? Probably. Got, but yeah. you gotta, yeah, you gotta self do that. Hike like, for that. yeah, you gotta hike for that. Yeah, like. Yeah, it's probably uh, some of the stuff off James Peak, and the, the nice thing about those runs too is they're they're relatively long, at least for Powder Mountain standard. But you also have to hike to them. But there's a, uh, I mean, off the backside, uh, down to the road, there's some pretty steep. Yeah. Places. And yeah, Timberline Finger's kind of steep. Short, like a short steep. Yeah. Powder Mountain's not known for long runs or steep runs. Got a lot of train though, and you can have good. a ton of people at Powder, and it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, and and d- despite the lack of steepness and vertical, 
has great snow right. a lot of the time. Right. So all natural. Yeah. <clears throat> no man made. There's yeah. some good stuff on uh, off of Paradise too. I mean, it's not yeah. super steep, but it's there's some steep uh, shots in there. Steep shots. When you when when I think steep of Powder Mountain, like the steeps that are up there are short. Yeah. Like there are short sections of like steep terrain, but then they usually, you know, uh, transition into a a less steep shoulder or something like that. So I was in junior high when I was trying to learn how to snowboard, and my mom was dating a a guy who was a ex pro skier, mm-hmm. and I told he's. I told him, I'm like, oh, yeah, learn how to snowboard. He's like, oh, where'd you go? I said, Powder Mountain. He's like, yeah, it's about as steep as this table right here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I had a really hard time. So. <laughs> I remember him saying that, though. It's about as steep as this table. I'm like, okay. I'm so totally fine. That's with not that. very steep. We can spread that narrative. I'm, For sure. I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> though, I, I, uh, I skied at Powder when I was a teenager, and then I graduated. I say that graduated to snow basin and i skied snow basin and i always thought i i love snow basin it's steeper train it's it's better train it's better skiing whatever and then i graduated back to powder mountain <laughs> and i couldn't believe because i was used to fighting the crowds i went up and i skied a day at, at snow basin and it had just dumped like three feet the night before and i was skiing with daniel turner and a few other a few other people and we were just skiing hard all day long. But by 10.30 or 11 o'clock in the morning, all the main shots were, were skied out. And so then we were, everybody knew their stash. So we were going to all these different secret stashes. And we skied good powder all day long, but you had to know where the stashes were. You go to Powder Mountain and you can ski untouched powder without knowing the stashes for days. After yeah, sometimes for days. Wow. Like, yeah. it's awesome. Huh. And and so after that, after especially after going up and skiing with you, where we just we skied all day long, untouched snow, and I and we looked at the mountain. It's just like, oh, you could do this for two or three more days and not run out of great powder. I just thought, okay, I <laughs> I I'm a powder fan now. Now, unless it's closer to your house. Plus, it's like well, five, five minutes away. Yeah. Snow Snow Basin probably trumps powder for its terrain. Has like steeper terrain, more vertical. Beautiful lodges there. Right. High speed lifts. Like everything about that place, most people would probably consider better, except for the crowds completely change it. Right. Yeah. Because Powder Mountain just doesn't, they don't, they don't have the parking capacity for, yeah. even on a sellout day when it, when it's full to capacity, it doesn't feel, usually doesn't feel super crowded up there. And you don't go to Powder Mountain to hang out in their lodges or eat their food. It's, it's a, ski. it's there, you go in there to ski. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, all right, well, that sounds like a fun uh, trip and a good idea, good challenge to try to ski every month of the year. We're going to do it. Yeah, that's sweet. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Take us cool. out. All right, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Um, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and, and share it with your friends if you would. And then check out gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for the latest and greatest in outdoor gear. And also, right now, we've got the Christmas in July. Yep. And, and speaking on. of skiing. Right. So if you're looking to, to ski every month of the year and you need some cold weather apparel in the middle of summer, we have that. And it's yeah. like 60 to 70% off. So. Yeah. So ch- or if you're just a good planner, you're planning ahead. 
um, for for the win. When you buy the deals, yep. there's still a few gems on that on that uh, winter clearance rack right now. I, every once in a while, I go peek at it, and there's some. We'll we'll find some stuff in there. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.